Hello, welcome to the Rachel Roth Show. I am so excited. I'm always excited about guests, but I'm super excited about today's guest specifically because it's somebody who has inspired me so much and his wife has become a dear friend of mine. So when I say I love this couple, I mean, I love this couple (laughs) truly. So let me tell you about Carrie Jack. He is a lifestyle entrepreneur He's an author. He's the founder of The Happy Hustle. Well, author and founder of The Happy Hustle, which is a book and his entire program and podcast. He's the top 0.5% globally ranked podcast host. Are you kidding me? International (laughs) keynote speaker, professional actor, model, biohacker, eco-warrior, humanitarian, striving to make a positive impact on this planet. His mission is to educate, inspire, and entertain while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a long life of passion and purpose. He also speaks three languages, which I'm (laughs) curious about, and I want to hear more about that. But literally every word of that resonates so deeply in my soul because every single thing that that I just read about you, Carrie, is like is what I strive to do and be and embody. And so I just love it. One of the things that, that I, so, so welcome, welcome. I'm just continuing to talk. It is so good Honored to, to be you. here. Thank you, Rachel. You're, you are just a marvelous human and I'm super grateful to know you. So thank you for rocking the mic with me and uh, having me on the show. Oh, I love it. I discovered Carrie through, through Rory Vaden and AJ Vaden. And then I listened to an interview of AJ Vaden was interviewing Carrie. And I'm like, this guy is speaking to my soul. And so (laughs) I really want to, for, for a lot of different reasons. Um, but I really want you to tell your story. And I think the reason that it resonated so deeply in me is I was a very successful corporate employee. You know, I was, I was at a high level, but I was working for a corporation and it was kind of this black hole for me Mm. of, oh man, I've got the, I've got the six figure paycheck. I've got it, you know, dialed in. Like I thought I had, I had hit it, but I was so unfulfilled and so unhappy. What not unhappy in all of life, just unhappy with the direction that was going. And I just kept thinking there's got to be more, there has to be more, you know? And so would you share with with us, would you share with me again your story of kind of where you were and how the Happy Hustle came about? And I mean, start from the beginning, because I loved I loved the whole story. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think a lot of people can resonate with being unfulfilled with what they do for work. And I was no different, right? I fast forward, you know, I didn't have the easiest of childhoods, but I'm grateful nonetheless for the hardship and the adversity and it made me stronger, right? But I was always an entrepreneur. That's one thing. I I always was like making deals or selling things or just you know, forging my own path. And I actually started multiple companies, but the one that I really burnt out doing <laughs> was my tech startup in New York City. If you can believe it, Rachel, I was actually wearing the fancy suit and tie, grinding my face off, working like a dog, 100 plus hour weeks, you know, all for mainly profit, success, ego, status, you know, a lot of those drivers society deems important, right? And 
I actually came to a point where we got the seven-figure VC funding deal. We got partnerships with Microsoft and IBM and all these like really awesome things were happening. We had this like five-year trajectory with this massive exit. It was it was really all happening. And we spent like 18 hard months putting it all together. But my brother and I just were so unhappy, so out of balance and so unfulfilled that we actually had to make a pivot or else some like we just weren't able to continue at that at that pace we truly burnt out so we ended up you know with tears in our eyes uh pivoting and folding our company essentially like we we were like you know what this isn't it we said no to the money no to the the deals uh we ended up I moved to Bangkok, Thailand for about a year, and uh, my brother went back to get his master's in at the University of Florida in entrepreneurship. And, um, you know, he, he's a social entrepreneur now solving ecological issues, which is far more in line with like really what he wants to be doing, solving, you know, planet problems that really do good. And I went to Bangkok and kind of just took some time and and really just realized there's more to life than working like a dog than than just like getting that six figure paycheck as you mentioned or or you know moving up the the corporate ladder so i was over there and i i really started to put the happy in my hustle i i started to like be aligned with what i was doing every day and like being very intentional and that's really where the happy hustle was born and you know fast forward now i got the book and the podcast and events and you know courses and all things you know really to solve that work-life balance problem and to really infuse more of that passion and that purpose into what you do for money. Man, I just, that is, that is such a, I mean, you said it, it's a pivotal moment for you to kind of like make that decision after my, I, I have three sisters. I'm super close with all of them. And I'm just imagining myself in that situation after kind of putting your blood, sweat, tears, working that many hours yeah. What was the breaking point for you guys to say no, we're not going to take the funding. We're going to we're going to close up shop. Like what was it? Cuz I I don't think a lot of people at that point would do that. Yeah. I think for us we realized that you know, and and I'll just like paint the picture for you yeah. since you want to go a little deeper here. Like we were literally sharing a queen-size bed in Astoria, New York. Like like we had very not a not very much capital. We were like faking until we make it kind of thing. Wow. We would we would go to uh different co-working spaces to visit and we would book investor meetings at the co-working spaces that we were visiting for the day. And then we would tell the co-working, oh, I like that Starbucks slider. That's epic. <laughs> nice, Paul. Jeez, at least I need a Paul in my life. Just so you know, yes, what Carrie's talking about, if you're not watching this on video, Paul, my producer, just slid a Starbucks, a decaf almond milk latte across the table to me because I begged for one. <laughs> legend, legend. I feel oh. very spoiled and indulged right now. <laughs> that was so awesome. Yeah, right, anyway. as you're, right as you're talking about sharing a, a bed, a queen size yeah. bed with your brother in Astoria. Yes. Okay. Keep yeah. keep going. I'm fascinated. Yeah. Well. Well. Basically, we we would use these co working spaces that we weren't paying for yeah. to facilitate these big investor meetings. We would tell the the gatekeepers at the uh, co working spaces that we have more team members visiting us today for the trial day. Mm -hmm. So I mean, we were really on a budget, and like the fact that we got this deal on the table and we had multiple partnerships lined up, it was like a big thing for us. We worked really hard for it. 
So when I say we folded the company and pivoted, like tears in our eyes, like we were crying like babies. Like we were just so like reluctant to really throw away all that hard work. But at the end of the day, like we really listened to our intuition and, and our, our gut was telling us like, this isn't, this isn't happiness. This isn't life. This isn't what we want long-term. And so for us, you know, we made that hard choice and we pivoted. And and I think for everyone out there listening, you really have to define what success looks like for you. Mm. And and we Preach. didn't define it. Yeah. We just let someone else's version of success become our own. Yes. And that was the yes. problem. Yep. I think I think that's I think you just nailed the majority of everybody because they look at what does society define as success? Well, yep. obviously it's a mansion and a fancy car and all the things like that's what and nice clothes and designer handbags and all all that like that's success right because it's all monetary and until you really kind of get to that point where you can either taste it and see it for yourself or experience it for yourself you don't realize how empty it is and that is not success oh my yeah. gosh i feel like it yeah. takes way more courage for you at that point to turn around and say, I'm going to go a different way. Incredibly more courage to do that than to keep going. Yeah. I mean, I would agree. I think, you know, it was a very tough decision, I guess, for lack of a better term, mm -hmm. but ultimately the right one. And yeah. I'm now happier and more aligned than ever before, making more money and more impact than ever before, because I have that alignment. And at the time, I didn't know what the heck, like alignment, what does that right. even mean? But it like, for me, I was like, I just know it's not this, yeah. you know, like getting on a subway, mm -hmm. like at five in the morning, and then taking it, you know, to the office that, you know, wearing this suit and tie, like, you know, doing the, the whole dance, like, then going home or, or like pitching at networking meetings and and then getting home at like 10 o'clock, you know, doing it all over again. It's just like, wasn't the, wasn't happiness for me. And I think if you can relate, if you're out there right now listening to like, maybe it's not as extreme as my example, but maybe if you're in that position where, you know, like you're getting up to go do something that you really don't enjoy, you are maybe like feeling that misalignment realize it takes courage. You have to be brave to say no to that W-2 paycheck and that security and everything that comes with it, the benefits. But ultimately, your soul will feel so fulfilled once you pivot and, and really reach that aligned state. And I'm not saying go quit your job right now. I don't believe like burn the boats is the move for, <laughs> for most people. <laughs> what I do believe is you should start your side hustle now mm -hmm. and you should really start organically to, to align yourself with infusing your passion, your purpose and your positive impact. So then eventually there is that tipping point where then you can, you know, put the happy in your everyday hustle. Oh yeah. I mean, that's exactly what I did. I was working full-time in corporate America and started a business on the side having really no idea what I was doing, but I just was like, okay, you know, and I had a, a, a goal and a deadline. I knew exactly the amount of money I had to make. And I yep. knew exactly the timeline I had to do it because I was pregnant. And so I was like, this baby's <laughs> yep. coming, you know, it was a built-in deadline, which was the biggest gift ever. But that, and so really I had to build it on the side and it is, it is challenging, but you know, 
when you find something you're passionate about, and I want to get back to your story, but when you find something that you're passionate about or passionate about, like you see an exit strategy for where you are right now that you're not happy in, it was so interesting because I think on paper, it sh- me starting my own business with an 18-month-old baby at home, pregnant, my husband's traveling full-time for work, I should have failed miserably and it should have made me more exhausted, but it tapped into a new source of energy inside of me that I found, Mm -hmm. I found like this fountain of energy inside that would keep me going, you know, okay, I've got a 15 minute window. I want to sit down and scroll on my phone, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to like, I'm going to actually apply myself to, to furthering my agenda to get me out of this situation. And I gave my, I had nine months to do it because that's how long you're pregnant, boys and girls. Yeah. Yes. You know, I had <laughs> nine months to do it and I did it in six because I was so freaking wow. focused on, I, on, on escaping this kind of this, uh, cage that I had put myself in. It wasn't, it wasn't my, my employer's fault. It wasn't anybody's fault. I put myself in this cage, but when I found a way out, it really tapped into a new source of energy. And I think that people don't always know that that's what happens. They feel like, God, I just don't, I don't, I'm too tired to do it. I'm too, I'm too stretched thin. You know, I can't do it, but it really, you find, you find a new source. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So true. It's those micro moments and how you intentionally use them that can escape that rat race and get you into that that blissful state. I mean, it, it's not going to be easy. You know, it 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 will require effort and it will require, you know, longer hours and and potentially say no to distractions mm-hmm. like Netflix. Oh right. no. Yeah. And uh <laughs> and you know other things that you probably could find an hour a day. Like let's be honest. If you were if you were looking at yourself and you and you did a time tracking exercise, which I do recommend, they're not my favorite by any means, but tracking your time and finding those pockets, those those open hours, you will find minimum an hour a day. I would I would bet, you know, large sum of money on it. And you could build in that one hour a day that would ultimately give you that escape that you're craving mm. potentially. So true. So talk to me about Bangkok. Cause I feel like, <laughs> okay, you close the door on this, on this, you know, VC funding, you're, you're, you're with your brother and you're like, okay, we need to reassess our life. So how did you choose Bangkok and what did that experience look like for you? Yeah, I mean, I always wanted to go to Thailand. You know, I heard it was the land of the smiles. And, uh, you know, it really is like the people in Thailand are just so amazing, so happy. So I wanted to just travel. I I always love traveling. I think traveling is one of the best experiences one can get. Previously, I lived in Barcelona for about 10 months. um, And uh, I was playing soccer over there. Then I I lived in... uh, I lived in Brazil for a little bit and traveled around South America as well. And um, for me, like Southeast Asia was always on my radar. So I I went there. I I got a penthouse apartment for like 400 bucks a month, which is (laughs) like obviously (laughs) unreal for us Americans to fathom. But I'm talking like the infinity pool and all. Uh, We're talking. Yeah, we're talking like one dollar and 50 cent meals it's just like, yeah, you can really, your buck stretches a lot further. And while I was over there, I just was traveling. I went to, you know, Vietnam and Cambodia and Singapore and Bali and all, all over. I, I rented a camper 
with some people I met at a hostel party and we cruised all over Thailand, which is not what the tour books recommend because first of all, you're driving on the other side of the road and you're driving on the other side of the vehicle. So it's like a complete mind game, but I did it. And uh, yeah, just was living, you know, having a lot of fun, but it was there where I actually started to like make my first dollars online. And I was like, just doing webinars. I was like, Hey, I can help you with this personal development thing. Like, let me just kind of show you what I've learned with. And it was just like, Oh, this is so awesome. Like people are paying me for information. And that's kind of really what what was like the catalyst. I also started creating more content at that time. And that's, you know, that was the beginning, the genesis, will you of the happy hustle? Wow. So talk to me about, about that, about the happy hustle and kind of how did it, how did it start? And I know that the soul mapping like process and I, I, would you kind of walk me through all of that and how the happy hustle, I, I kind of get now the inception of it. And then how did you build it? How did it happen? Yeah. So the different areas of life were always something I focused on, you know, cause I, I do believe holistically you know, life is made up of, of different parts, right? So I just started looking at my life of like, what are those parts? And for me, it broke down into these 10 different areas. I call them the 10 alignments of being a happy hustler now. And I I, I really just like kind of looked at, okay, what are these different areas I need to focus on in order to be at my happiest, most fulfilled, most optimized state? And that was, you know, the the 10 alignments, right? It, it started as a course. So I just kind of created like a video course around these 10 different areas. Then I started writing the book. Then I evolved the framework and rewrote the book, <laughs> which, you know, was uh, a labor of love to say the least. But it, it has morphed into an assessment, a course, a methodology. Now I'm taking it B2B because like I, I serve entrepreneurs typically who are like overwhelmed and stressed and want to achieve that blissful balance. But now their employees and their companies want to infuse the happy hustle. So now we're like doing B2B. It's crazy. But now I'm like becoming this like happy hustle certified guy, you know, who like that infuses this into your company so that you can in, like really increase workplace happiness and productivity. So it's like, it's just been evolving. It's crazy. I, I'm really grateful for the ride. One thing that I think might be, you know, very beneficial for you and the 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 audience is actually going through the 10 alignments. And I always like to do this if you're cool, Rachel, if you're feeling brave, uh, you might've heard me do this with uh, AJ, but I think it'd be cool uh, to actually put you through the quick assessment and, and everyone could do it as well. What do you think? Heck yes. Heck yes. But I want you to know I am an overachiever and a perfectionist. So I'm going to try to ace this assessment, but I don't know how, I don't know how I'm going to do But yes, hit me with it. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. You got to be honest. That's the I'll first be honest. Thing, I'll be right? honest. I promise. And I know you will be. <laughs> so, and this is for everyone out there listening. You know, I get the most out of podcasts like this when I'm an actual active participant, not just a passive listener. So I really urge you, if you're if you're not driving, you know, that would be your only get out of jail free card on this one. Uh, sit down and actually write out your scores in these 10 different areas. And I'll, it'll all make sense at the end. But just really do that self-assessment, that quantification, because in order to grow, you need to know. 
Right. So we're going to start with the S, which is, you know, the first piece of the soul mapping system. You know, your soul's mapped to the blissfully uh, balanced promised land. And the S stands for selfless service. Okay. Now, I want you to grade yourself on selfless service one to five. Five is like an A, you're crushing it. You're really happy hustling. And then one is an F, means you're failing. You know, you you really need to prioritize change. And then a two, three, a four accordingly, you know. Um, so you have to just kind of think about for yourself in the last 30 days, I want you to just go back 30 days, not not the whole, your whole life, but just 30 days. Where would you rank yourself in terms of selfless service? Like, are you living for yourself largely for your own per, your own personal gain? Or are you volunteering your time, your money, your expertise, giving back to to others? So rank where you're at, one to five, in selfless service. Okay, so that's the first one. And we'll get to O, optimized health. Optimized health, meaning, you know, are you physically, mentally, and emotionally optimized? Like, are you feeling at your peak state? That would be a five. Or maybe, you know, you're shoving garbage down your pie hole, right? You're, you're eating crap you know, junk food, and you're just not taking care of yourself, you're not moving your body, not drinking enough water, stuff like that, that would be a one, right? So you got to use your internal barometer and really rank where you're at one to five in optimized health. Okay, the next one, you unplugged digitally. This is a tough one. Unplugged digitally. <laughs> we are all so hyper-connected, Rachel. I know, <laughs> you know, we're entrepreneurs. It's It's part of our life because we have to use technology but you also have to mitigate your exposure and be in control of your usage. You also have to have barriers, right? This is important. So rank where you're at, one to five. Five, are you constantly scrolling? Or, or I mean, one, are you constantly scrolling on Netflix, you know, listening to podcasts, never like, you know, unplugged? Five, or are you, you know, being deliberate, creating barriers, getting outside without the tech, et cetera? So rank where you're at and unplug digitally. L, loving relationships. Loving relationships, you know, Rachel, like what is it all for if you don't have love in your life, mm. right? You got you got to have that connection. I mean, relationships are what make life meaningful. And I just want to, you know, kind of gauge where you and the audience is in terms of loving relationships, Five, you know, you have plentiful pleasure with your partner. You're you're having a, a amazing connection with them and, and a, a powerful inner circle of family and friends. One, maybe not so much. Maybe there's despair and angst and you know pressure, pain. Rank where you're at in loving relationships. So those are the first four, the soul part. I'll pause here, Rachel, and I'll give you a chance to kind of, if you are feeling courageous, share your four scores. And uh, and we'll go through the next six after that. Do you want me to give you my total or tell you my score on each one? Yeah, individual scores. Okay. I want to hear it. Selfless service is a three. Okay. Uh, optimized health is a three. Because I know okay. I can get better in both. Um, unplugged digitally, I failed myself. I gave myself a one because I, Ooh. oh, it's it's bad. It's bad and it's, I know. And then loving relationships, I gave myself a five because I, I'm so wealthy in that regard. Mm, I love that. Well, and again, give yourself grace, yeah. right? This is just the benchmark, but this is telling, right? This is telling where we need to prioritize change. So, okay, let's keep it moving with the mapping part. 
So M stands for mindful spirituality. Mindful spirituality means, you know, are you connected to a higher power? Are you praying and meditating? You know, do you believe in in something bigger than yourself? I don't care what God you believe in or what religion you are. I just think it's really important to have faith in something bigger than yourself. Rank where you're at one to five. Then you got the A, abundance financially. Abundance financially, oftentimes people think it's the most important alignment. But it's not, right? You see a lot of unhappy people with a ton of money, right? It's just, this happens, you know, you see it more often than not, actually. And and it's and it's sad, but it's because they, they are imbalanced in their different, you know, areas of life, right? So rank where you're at right now. But it is important. Don't get me wrong. Like, having money is important. Having money is great, right? <laughs> you know, like... I've had no money and I've had money. And I think it's more, it's definitely more fun to have money, right? <laughs> um, abundance financially though, do you have a system that helps you save, invest and spend wisely? Like, are you being diligent with that system? Rank where you're at in abundance financially, right? One to five. P, personal development. Personal development, like, are you growing and evolving or are you shrinking and dissolving, right? Those are the two choices. I think it's so important that we constantly put good stuff into our consciousness and subconsciousness that we continue to evolve. And and I just have a a rule. I have happy hustle hacks for each of these different alignments in the book that you can actually like, let's say you are a two in one of them, you could actually get yourself to a five doing these happy hustle hacks. But one I think is really important to share for personal development is just my 90 minute system of personal growth. 30 minutes of just reading in the morning, something educational or inspirational, 30 minutes of listening to something inspirational and educational like this podcast, and 30 minutes of watching something educational and inspirational because we all learn in different capacities. So it's important if you're an auditory or visual learner, just is really important. Uh, So rank where you're at in personal development, okay? The second P, passionate hobbies, right? Passionate hobbies... I got to say, like, a lot of high performers are really lacking in this one. They just don't do enough fun things for themselves. You know, it's like, oh, take care of my business, my family, my uh, my husband or wife, my partner, you know, whatever. It, but then there's no time for me, you know, and for, for me, like doing fun activities that I enjoy, that's what makes life awesome, right? It's mm-hmm. like, I, I just was snowboarding, you know, right before I came down to Florida for the holidays. Um, I was fly fishing. I was practicing my martial arts, you know, Steph and I, we do dance classes. It's like doing fun things that are like really fill your cup up. That is what, you know, will really put the happy in your hustle. And and you you have to schedule these things, right? It's not like, you know, oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. No, it's got to be on the calendar. Okay. So that's the passionate hobbies and my rant around it. I love it. <laughs> so rank where you're at with passionate hobbies. I impactful work. Okay. Impactful work, meaning are you, and, and again, these are cliche buzzwords. Yes, I get it. Passion, I look at as like your internal calling, like the, on your heart strength, something like like a problem that you really are, are called to solve. And then with your purpose, like that outward serving mission, you know, because you can solve people's problems, but if you're not solving the people's problems that you want to solve it for, you will be unfulfilled. And I tried that. Like I've, I've solved people's problems, but I was like, I don't want to be helping this person. This person's like not like aligned. So you got to really make sure the passion and the purpose, like that outward serving mission is aligned. And then ultimately to make a positive impact, right? Like actually 
doing it that doesn't exploit people negatively or the earth's resources, et cetera. You got to have that positive impact part of the equation. So that's impactful work. And then, so rank where you're at. If you're not feeling impactful work right now, rank one to five where you feel you're at. And then N, nature connection, 10th alignment, getting outside in God's glory. I mean, come on, nature is so amazing. And Mm. you know, Rachel, and I know, we just feel better when you get out in nature. But there's a lot of scientific research around the three-day effect specifically. That's why I host something called the Montana Mastermind Epic Camping Adventure, where I take entrepreneurs into the backcountry Montana wilderness for five days. We do a complete digital detox. We do, you know, primitive survival training and all sorts of, you know, fly fishing and business masterminds and cold plunges and all sorts of meditation and visioneering, all the things. And I feel so recharged, so rejuvenated from just being in nature. And I know you do as well when even just a 10 minute walk without your devices can change your state. So rank where you're at right now in nature connection. And I also want you to put a part of this equation for your ranking how actually eco-conscious are you? Are you a conscious consumer? Are you supporting B corporations and voting with your dollar? Or are you, you know, you know, just buying stuff on Amazon that is the cheapest and often comes in plastic wrapping and, you know, that has unethical supply chains? Like this is a part of the equation because if we don't protect our planet, we won't have nature to enjoy, mm-hmm. right? So this is N, Nature Connection, rank one to five where you're at. And Rachel... I'm excited to hear where you're at in those last six, the mapping part of the the 10 alignments. Let's hear it. Okay. Mindful spirituality. I gave myself a five because nice. faith is definitely the most important part of my life. And so that is that is always a priority. Abundance financially. I gave myself a, uh, I don't, you know, I don't, that's, it's a tough one because I'm always hard on myself. So I gave myself a three slash four four. Okay. <laughs> um, because it's like, I know that there's room for growth and I know that I'm always hard on myself. So I don't, let's say, let's say a three because I always am trying to get better. So let's go, let's go on the low end. We can go 3.5. 3.5. Oh, wow. I didn't know we could do decimals. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, personal, Usually we yeah. can't, but I'm making an exception. Rachel, I for feel you. honored. I feel so honored. <laughs> personal development is a five. I mean, Carrie, this 90 minute system is speaking to my soul every day. That is like my routine, except for I don't necessarily watch 30 minutes, but I start every single morning, like uh, in the word, reading uh, motivational stuff, like it is my morning routine. Absolutely. And so I gave myself a five right there because it's such a huge priority for me. Passionate hobbies. I suck. I gave myself a two. <laughs> I'm so bad. I'm like, a ho- what's a hobby? Does it, you know, that's, what is that? I can't, yeah, I, yeah. I know I, I have got to get better at that. Um, my hobby right now is like my children just taking care of that. I don't know. You know, doesn't count. Uh, uh, yeah, I know it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> impactful work. Um, you know, I gave myself a four because I feel like literally everything I do is in the, in the spirit of trying to impact others positively. So I don't know if I rated myself too high there, but uh, I gave myself a four. And then nature connection is a three. I need to get better uh, better at that and more mindful in that in that regard. But I, I tell you what, we just got back from Banff, Canada. Last week we were in Ooh, Banff. Love it. Yeah. And we spent a whole day out. My husband snowboards, I ski. And I mean, literally, like I I was stopping in my tracks, looking around and just 
abs. I, I'm in Texas. It's not beautiful like Montana or like yeah. Banff, right? So, like, so it's, it's listen. It's it, there's some pretty areas, but Texas is flatlands, and so it. I think that that is something that I really need to work on more because I was astounded at what it did to my soul to be oh, yeah. in nature. Truly. Yep. Yeah. So true. Well, and again. <laughs> Give yourself grace, but I do want you to add these scores up. Okay. And if you're 37 or above, everyone listening too, I want you to add your scores. If you're 37 and above, congrats, you're happy hustling. Now, if you're 36 or below, well, unfortunately, we got some work to do. And, you know, this is a baseline. So it's just important to know, right, what you measure, you can manage. But you got to add it up and you got to really see where you're lacking. And then prioritize change accordingly. And for me, this is something I do every Sunday. Like I actually take my own medicine and I rank where I was at the, the, the previous week. So that way the, the week ahead, I can say, oh, you know what? I need to get off my device. I was low and I was like, I did not rank myself high in this last week for my for my unplugged digitally, right? So it's like you can pivot on the fly. And again, balance isn't this finite destination. It is a never ending journey. Like you have to constantly tweak it and adjust and, and make these pivots, but it's really important to measure yourself. So, all right, where'd you end up? I'm curious. I am at 34.5 because you graciously allowed me a, a, yeah, a fraction yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Well, and hey, listen. Give me the numbers close. again. Give me the numbers. What What is it? I was adding so up when you 36 were... 36 or below is, is uh, needs, unfortunately not Needs some work. Not a, <laughs> I, have, I got an <laughs> F. I got like a D minus because I'm close, but man, I failed. Wow. Well, so here, here's something I, I really want to stress for everyone out there watching and listening. And this is like ultimately the biggest happy hustling principle, okay? You must prioritize each of these different alignments equally, but focus on one at a time. So you must prioritize each of these different alignments equally, but focus on one at a time. See, the problem, again, most people, when they're at work, they are thinking about their family or something else. And when they're with their family, they're thinking about work or something else, right? So, so they're not doing either effectively. That's why when I'm talking to Rachel, I'm all here. When I'm going snowboarding, I'm all there. Mm. You know, when I'm when I'm on my date night with my lover, mm. I'm all there. You know, and again, I'm not perfect. I'm, I, I do not claim to be the guru here. I'm just a reporter and I know... <laughs> If I pick up my phone at date night, I'm going to hear about it and it yeah. is going to throw things off. And as you probably can relate, right? Uh, so it's like, yeah. this is important to just be 100% present and, and focus while you are doing the specific tasks at hand. Mm. Wow. So I, I, I just want to say that takes a lot of self-discipline to assess yourself every Sunday night, because let me just tell you, I would probably you know, maybe turn on Yellowstone and avoid that. <laughs> that is, right. that's a, that is a tough thing to make yourself do. I'm so impressed, but this is, this is good. And I need to start checking in more. And it's funny. I was listening to a podcast from Ed Milet a, a while back and it just stuck with me. And it's so exactly what you're saying, because he said, I, when I'm working out, I'm working out when I'm doing something, I'm doing that thing. And Dude, I am not even kidding you. I do workouts at home, right? So it's, I always like cast it on my TV. 
but my phone is right there. And so I'm getting, while they're doing like the warm up, or if I finish the sets like faster or whatever, I'm like so ADD and bored. And I'm like checking my text messages and checking my DMs in the middle of my workout, Carrie. Like, what yeah, is yeah. wrong with me? What is wrong with me? I And I'm always like, stop, stop. And then I'll like hit pause because I'm answering a message. And then it takes me twice as long to finish my stupid workout. So true. And and it won't be as ineffective as, as a workout because your heart rate will fluctuate, right? Oh so gosh. again, this is just important for you to take notice, really take that assessment in. Everyone out there watching, listening, if you want to actually do the digital version, it's free. You can actually go to thehappyhustle.com and just take like the free version. But this is something I got to say, it's made such a monumental impact on my life and the happy hustlers that actually do it. Mm -hmm. And I actually take it a step further. I have something called the blissful balancer. Did I send you one, Rachel? Like the the, the whiteboard fridge magnet? No, but I heard you talking oh, about it on one of your okay. podcasts. And I'll I was like, it. I want one so bad. Yeah, yeah. I'll send them over. We'll, we'll have my team uh, follow up with you and, and get that out. But this is something that like, I actually wanted something analog, something not digital that can keep track of my balance real time. So I have created this like actual whiteboard fridge magnet. It goes on your fridge, which chances are you're going to open three times a day minimum. So you're going to look at this thing, right? And, uh, and you actually have an action task for each of the 10 alignments. So for example, you know, selfless service might be give 15 minutes of time or expertise today, right? So then on Monday, you just put an X if you did or didn't do it. Like an X is you did it. And if you didn't do it, well, you don't get that that X mark. And at the end of the week, you can see of those seven days, how many times you actually gave your time or expertise. And then you can rank yourself, you know, it'll be a one to seven ultimately in terms of where you're at in your balance real time. Mm -hmm. And then we we take it a step further inside my community. We have something called the Happy Hustle Club. So all the, the people inside there, they have their blissful balancers and they have to actually send a picture of their blissful balancer every single Monday. And we have money at stake. So if they did what they say they're going to do, they they hit their personal and professional goal and they got maintained a B average in their goals, they get their money back and they get to split the pot earnings. Now, if you didn't do what you said you're going to do, your money gets forfeited to the pot. And unfortunately, those who did do what they say get to keep their money. So it, it's a fun way to gamify it. But I'm telling you, this stuff makes a huge difference on your overall happiness. Oh, I love that. And I think just like those little reminders, uh, in preparation for our interview today, I, I was listening to to one of your podcasts a couple of days ago, right? And you were talking about selfless service. And I think that sometimes I uh, it feels like selfless service could mean oh my gosh, I have to uh, donate three nights a week of my time to go, you know, volunteer at a homeless shelter or whatever. And that's fantastic. But in yeah. in reality, not everybody has that with kids and sports and all the things. And so you said something that impacted me so deeply because you said in your in this episode that I listened to, you said it could literally be giving 10 or 15 minutes of your time to help somebody else and it has nothing to do with you. And I thought, what a little bite-sized, amazing nugget that every single person can apply. And I want to tell you, last night we took our kids 
to this light show in Fort Worth, right? It's it's Christmas time and we took him to go see this light show. And there was this adorable group of humans and they were trying to take a picture and they were failing miserably. And I said, hey, can I, can I take this picture for you, right? And uh, I taught them a few things about how to take a, a photo and they were falling all over themselves. They were so grateful. And we ended up chatting and they have a restaurant here locally and we're gonna go visit with them. But I was like, I literally was, was thinking about your exact words. And when I was doing that, and I thought, this is exactly what Carrie was talking about. And I applied it to my life. And I think that just that little reminder, like it it really, it impacted me because I'll tell you, it might've given them great joy to, to get a great family photo. It gave me so much more joy to give something to them, just knowledge that I've earned along the way, that learned along the way that that is not benefiting me at all, but taught them a skill that they will be able to take forward. I could not believe. And of course, we're always doing little things, but it was so intentional because of something that you brought to my attention. And Mm. I was so grateful in that moment just for you and everything that you're doing, because I'm like, wow, like it really is that having the presence of mind to, to be intentional and not numb yourself out and not just be on autopilot all the time, which is so freaking easy to do in this world. And and it's so busy, you know? So anyway, thank you so much for for sharing that. Yes. For the impact that That you, yes. So here's (laughs) what, here's what I want to know from you. Um, what, what we know about me is that I need to be a happy hustler. I need to increase my (laughs) scores. Right. And, and I cannot wait to get my, my whiteboard for my fridge. This is my love language. Okay. I want to know, I want you to think back to the, to the young man you were. I mean, still a young man. Carrie just turned 33 years old. Like you listen to his story and you're like, this guy's got to be like, you know, a grandpa at this point with all the, <laughs> the knowledge that he's learned and all the skills and, and life lessons. He literally just had his 33rd birthday a f- couple weeks ago. So w- I want you to think back to the, to the even younger man you were, living in that apartment in Astoria, sharing a queen bed with your brother and just really faking it till you make it. And that, that grind, that daily grind, and then think to where you are now. And what is the, what are some of like the biggest aha, huge lessons that you've learned away along the way? Like what is it, what has it done fundamentally in your soul to make these mm. shifts in your life? Mm, wow. Yeah. Powerful question. I would say like there's a couple truths that I I really live by. Mm. And one is the truth of persistent consistency. Mm. Persistent consistency, meaning you're actually going to persist consistently every single day, whether you feel like it or not. And ultimately that requires discipline, right? And discipline doesn't mean you have to be so regimented. You always get stuff done. Truly, Rachel, I'll tell you straight up, I do not work that hard. I'm working like 20 hours a week. That's like my (laughs) sweet spot. But when I am working, I'm working. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the discipline, right? But when I'm I'm hanging out, I'm hanging out, you know? So it's like, that's the discipline I'm talking about. The second truth that I think is really important for everyone out there is sharpening your sales sword. Mm. Like you have to know how to sell your product, your service, your message, your idea yourself. Mm. You have to know and you have to be okay with that self-promotion in the in the sense that you 
are going to actually deliver value. You will transact value in exchange for some monetary fiat currency. Like money is a stored value, essentially, mm -hmm. right? Like right now, if you look at your bank account and you're not super stoked with what's in it, that's because you did not deliver enough value. So you need to figure out how you can acquire more skills to earn more value. And, and that's like such a simple truth, but I live by it now. It's like, oh, I need more skills to serve more people, to add more value, to essentially acquire more fiat currency in the form of this stored value, right? That mm -hmm. I could then leverage later down the road. And then the third thing I would say is like kindness wins, truly. Like kindness wins. It, it, it is something, you know, I'm I'm like, I'll tell you, I was, I've, I've grown up. I don't know how to say this. I'm not the kind of guy, I don't want to cuss either, that like you <laughs> want to mess with per se, sure. because I will, I will instantly turn it on to uh, Carrie the point Jack where I'll is jacked. I'll just say, yeah, go check out his Instagram. <laughs> Carrie Jack is jacked. So I promise you, this is not somebody you want to mess with. Well, no, I'm just saying like, I just don't tolerate disrespect is like kind of what I'm saying. Like I, I, I know how to defend myself. I'm typically carrying a weapon, maybe two, <laughs> and I'm, I'm prepared for whatever comes my way. And, but I'm a happy hustler, but, but I lead with kindness first and foremost, like I will serve and, and be kind to others. But again, there's that tipping point where it's mm -hmm. like, you want to be both. In my opinion, you don't want to be a pushover. You want to be kind, but you also want to know how to defend yourself and, and protect your loved ones. So, so those are three truths that maybe, uh, you know, resonate with someone out there and, and, uh, ultimately hopefully answer your question. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's so great. I just, I think it's so fascinating to kind of look back at where you have come. How many years was it? How many years ago was it that you and your brother were in New York before you, you flew to Thailand? Oh man, I would say, I think it was, uh, 2013, 2015. Okay, 10 years. Maybe, no, almost. 2015. Okay. Yeah, some, somewhere around there. So, eight years ago. I mean, it's pretty remarkable to see. I made a huge shift in my life six years ago. And so, it's yeah. pretty incredible to see that it didn't happen overnight for me. It didn't happen overnight for you. It was. It was just kind of making that decision to change your circumstances and to pursue a different path for your life. And uh, I, I can say for myself that I've never been more fulfilled uh, mm. than I am now. And do you feel that same way? Yeah, hundred percent. Again, I'm still on my journey. I have large goals just oh, yeah. like Rachel does. Yeah. I know you out there listening do have large goals, but like the happy hustle to me is truly about being happy within the hustle. Mm -hmm. Like I wake up joyous. I'm really stoked about like what I get to do. Yeah. And, and like, I know ultimately where I'll end up is, is like, I have aspirations to write, direct, star and produce my own feature film series, which I've been working on a script. Like that's happening, but it's like, it hasn't happened yet, but when it does happen, I'll, I'll like turn it to that will morph into another level. you right. So it's like, I have, I'm starting a new nonprofit this next year. And it's like, that's going to take a lot of focus and I'll be so happy. And that's something I'm really looking forward to. But again, I find so much joy in the journey, mm. right? I think a lot of people, they climb to the top of the mountain. It's a, another cliche example. I'm full of them today, but <laughs> you know, they get to the mountaintop, right? And it's like, they're the only one there. Yeah. They're alone. They're isolated. They, they are not even very happy with the view. 
So they have to climb back down, go up another mountain and do it all over again, bringing all the homies, the family, friends and, and uh, their morals with them. Right. So just decide today to put the happy in your hustle and, you know, really start to live that intentional life, infusing that passion, that purpose and that positive impact. Man. I feel so enriched after today's conversation. I just, I can't thank you enough. Carrie, tell everybody where they can find you. Where can they find all of this goodness written down tangible <laughs> so that they can get their hands on it? Yeah, well, I'd say that the best place if they want to, you know, get the book is thehappyhustlebook.com. You can get a copy there. We do it for free. You just help out with shipping and handling. You can get the audiobook version as well. Um, and then- you know, if you do get the book and you actually read it, Rachel, I don't do this often, but if you do want to do it uh, for your for your listeners, if they actually send me a DM with their number one takeaway from the book, I'll actually have my assistant send you over a 20 minute Calendly link and I'll hop on with you and we can assess where you're lacking and how we can prioritize change accordingly. And truly, time is my most precious commodity. So I don't say this lightly. If you are you know inspired and you want to take action, you read the book. And you send me your DM on Instagram, you know, Carrie underscore underscore Jack. We'll send you a link and we'll hop on and you'll get to meet me. And yeah, I'll add value with zero prerogative just to add as much value to you as as, as possible. So yeah, that would be uh I have the, best place. the most amazing, high achieving, passionate, purposeful listeners. I want you to know that. So I want you to know that offer is Let's going to Let's be taken up on for sure. That is just so incredible. And I think you know what? Time is his biggest commodity. And it a 20-minute Zoom with Carrie, I cannot tell you how life-changing that would be for you. And so it will it will benefit your life so much for you to read this book and to take Carrie up on this offer truly. So um, I just can't, I can't thank you enough for giving me some of that precious commodity today so that we got to talk and just pouring into me and the, the amazing people listening to you. So thank you so much. Thank you, Rachel. I truly, I'm honored to know you. I'm excited to have you on the Happiest Podcast to rock the mic as well. Yes. And thank you everyone for just watching and listening. Peace and you, and you give you. Steph the biggest squeeze and big old kiss for me and tell her that I love her. Will do. Okay. Will do. All right. Okay. Bye. Take care of y'all. If this episode resonated with you today, please share it with at least two people you think would love it too. Keep up with the show at The Rachel Roth Show on Instagram and TikTok and keep up with me at Rachel underscore R underscore Roth on Instagram and TikTok. Don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I know it sounds silly, but it really does make a huge difference and it allows this content to get in front of more people. I can't wait to see you again.